Hello, this is Rebecca Holt from Paul Holt & Co. Limited. Um, we're celebrating International Women's Day, and what a better way to do that than to invite some friends. I've got Olga from New Life Kickstart and Aishia from Eventi. And we're going to be discussing our lives as international businesswomen. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, I'm Olga Gaidane. I'm from New Life Kickstart. I do life coaching and business mentoring. Here we are in Bowtree and office, and I have to say I am a Russian, but I was born in Latvia. And that would be okay if I would be the only one who is uh, such a strange person from all over the world. However, we have Rebecca here with us. Rebecca, do you want to tell about yourself? Yes, um, I am from originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, and um, moved to England 20 years ago. And we also have Aishia here. Yes, okay. Well, I'm originally from Zimbabwe and I moved here. Oh gosh, I think it's been 16, nearly 17 years ago now. So wow. yeah, I'm pretty much English to a certain <laughs> extent. So yeah, that's how long I've been here for. Um, it's actually been a very long time. Um, but it's weird because even though I've been here for a long time, I still um, experience lots of like cultural differences between, you know, how things are in Zimbabwe and how things are here, specifically in business. Exactly. Um, because I feel like when I started my business, um, it was obviously not so long ago and I was already here, but um, there are already lots of challenges that I face within business mm. being an, uh, a Zimbabwean woman in the UK, you know, so I don't know if you guys also have similar experiences, what your experiences are like. Yes, culturally. Business. Yeah, culturally. culturally it's very difficult. Mm. Even though uh, I think, Aisha, you and I are, um, our language, our first language is English, but just because we speak English doesn't mean that people here in England understand us. Right. or that we understand everything that's being said to us. Um, Olga, you had the language barrier as well as, <laughs> as the, uh, the cultural barriers that we had. It's interesting what you say, that even though you speak English, people can not understand you. So how do you think I felt when I came here? <laughs> and I did not speak any English. And what I tried to learn uh, by living in Yorkshire, that was not understandable in London <laughs> mm -hmm. because it was proper Yorkshire. So I must say it was an um, interesting journey, but very challenging because without being able to communicate, I wasn't able to continue with uh, my passion, which is helping people. And therefore I had to start completely different business in order to survive in this country uh, while I was still learning English which was um, about nearly 10 years ago now. So I must say I'm the youngest here. <laughs> if we compare how many years we spent oh, in this yeah. country. Yeah. Yes, because we've been here for a while. And um, yes, challenges definitely were there. Definitely were there because it's not only about the English. I appreciate what you say, but it's also to adapt to people mentality. Yes. To understand that people here are willing to spend money on your services and product. But same time, how do you sell it to them? Because back in Latvia, we don't have that many businesses because people don't have money to spend on them. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, and it's almost coming here and trying to sell something, but you still have a mentality, but nobody will buy that. But it's the opposite here. People will buy that. People are really curious about what you have, what you're willing to sell to them. But it's just about how do you sell? 
Mm-hmm. For me, that was the challenge, which I had to learn how to actually be good at sales and just natural. Even though sales isn't your business, trying exactly. to be good at sales. Exactly, yes, yes, exactly. Obviously, now it's much easier because it's many, many years later. But when you're trying to learn English and learn how to run business and learn how to sell, that was really challenging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was really challenging. So, yes. Uh, but how did you come to the accountancy, Rebecca? Um, my husband's an accountant, but mm. I've always done some form of business since I was about 18. There we um, go. And it evolved from there. Um, mm. I did a bit of public relations back home, and um, and, and I've, I've worked in lots of offices in the medical profession and, and other uh, customer service roles. So I'm, I'm used to it, have a background in it, but um, it's still challenging because every it's almost like a race. You feel like it, there's one hurdle that you get over, then there's another hurdle. It's um, you're foreign, you're a woman, and you know even politics can can get in the way of business because people have opinions about what your country are doing, my country in particular, because it's quite in, a yeah. lot in the in the, uh, <laughs> in the 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 news and things. So it's very difficult for me because people want to know what I think and. Yes. I'm 20 years on, you know, I live here and I don't vote here. I can't vote here. I'm very much American. I would never give up my citizenship. So um, I identify very much as an American still, even though I live somewhere else. And so that is hard to the crossover. Mm. Um, have you found that, Aishia? Yeah, I think I pretty much echo exactly what you said. Um, but for me, it's a bit weird because I grew up pretty much here. So in terms of like my educational knowledge and my mm. business, I grew up here. So I grew up with kind of like the English culture. Mm. And also Zimbabwe, my home country, was colonized by English, mm. by the English. So a lot of our cultures back in Zimbabwe mirror the English culture a lot. Yeah. So with that being said, you'd think that it would be easy, right? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm some, but it's not. It's not. There are still so many barriers that um, I still have to kind of, um, overcome mm. being a black woman right mm. that's already one big barrier yeah. that you know it doesn't matter how long I've been in this country it's still or it doesn't matter how English my accent oh, is yeah. I'm still a black woman and that's still something that is not so um, normal for Do people, people treat to... you like you're not part of I guess it's not necessarily that people treat you like you're not part of, but there's definitely that feeling of I must work harder than anybody else Mm -hmm. to kind of reach the same level as everybody else because I'm a black woman and there's perhaps a stereotype of black Mm -hmm. women or black women in business and that kind of thing. And so I feel like I'm already fighting that black woman struggle as well as the woman struggle (laughs) in general. And also foreign woman struggle. struggle, And then the foreign black woman in business struggle. (laughs) as well so it's 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 tough um which yeah it's tough but i think um every day you just somehow you figure one thing out at a time you know um so for me um right now it's um just trying to find my feet in business as a woman Mm -hmm. in general because i find that the business networks are very masculine Mm -hmm. um very very masculine driven and i remember when i first started my business everything was kind of like 
very male very pushy very salesy very like hardcore marketing and it almost made me feel like oh well maybe i'm not capable of running a business if mm. i can't do that but yeah. you know i as i learned more about myself and as, as i got more comfortable being a woman in business i realized that well there's not one way of running a business successfully there are lots of other ways one of them being the feminine way of running a business you know so i'm still at that stage of things because i feel like in order for me to really be confident in business i really need to just I don't know just have a foundation within myself first you know mm-hmm. um, and then everything else kind of hopefully falls into place you know the fact that I'm black hopefully that will fall into place and you realize that actually I'm still just a woman as well regardless mm-hmm. of whether I'm black you know and this is how I run my business as a woman so yeah it's it's a lot of struggles but I guess that's what kind of makes the whole um, thing a challenge um yeah Yeah. i know for me like with um depression has always been um, something that i've had to deal with and that's a barrier for me so um health wise it's difficult because you're facing people as a foreign woman in business Um, you know that you have this ghost in the background and and it is hard to um to manage that plus do everything else and um, my thing that I've decided is that the people that want to support you and love you and care about you are the ones, for me, will, will stay in my circle. And anyone who isn't conducive to that, I have to, to move out of that circle because I have to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I've found that with both of you, um, that inner circle mm-hmm. um, friendship and it's been it's lovely that you've got support and I think yes. the more that we help each other and strengthen each other with encouragement and don't let men treat us as though we aren't valuable to business that we don't have anything to say because we have a lot to say mm-hmm. um, and we do have um, business ideas that are worthy of earning decent amount of money to be in business and um, that can be without a bunch of education with a lot Mm -hmm. of letters after our name or none exactly Um, we have a value um, to this country to the economy here uh, as a foreigner that's true very often i must say people for some reason think that if you're a foreigner then what you do here you like a sponge just uh get everything without yeah. giving back but actually we do give back each of us we have businesses to actually service other people mm-hmm. and i must say with my journey um yes it was very challenging as we mentioned before and i can definitely relate to you too but same time i must say that some parts of my journey i can see how they inspire my clients because some of them actually want to start the business and when they come to me and we start work on their business ideas or even just on their confidence to run that because in addition mm-hmm. to be a woman in a business and a foreigner did we have to work on our confidence mm-hmm. we had oh, yeah, to definitely. yes exactly so we start working on their confidence i must say here if i share my story with them you can see how they actually start believing themselves better because i think if Olga did that, <laughs> and she came here without any English. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Why I can't do? And I actually, remember I coached a guy who was much younger than me, and he wanted to start a business which was similar into uh, what he was doing at that moment. And he was working in office suppliers um, business. And a year later, he was contacted by his um, competitor, 
offering to sell his business, which he just had a year ago, for a million pounds. Wow. Yeah, and what he told was, I just couldn't believe that you, a woman, a single mum, came to this country, built a business with no English. I just thought, what's wrong with me? (laughs) So that is really inspirational. So Mm. I must say, yes, I definitely agree with you that it was challenging, it wasn't easy. But at the same time, I'm truly grateful. Aren't you? I'm sure you have something when you look back and you think, you know what, that happened, yes. But sometimes that made you stronger. Because you mentioned depression. Mm. But I remember what you told, because of depression, you actually managed to leave the job and start the business, wasn't it? Mm. That inspired me too, yeah. There we go. But imagine you wouldn't have a depression. Um, Yeah, it it is a big struggle. And I think... um, Ashia, you said it best when you said that you're always fighting. You feel like you have to strive harder because. And so when you're told you won't get that promotion because of your depression, Mm. you won't get that promotion because you're foreign and you're outspoken, you won't get that um, promotion because you're a woman, because you're this, you're that, you're too big, you're too small, Mm. your voice isn't loud enough you don't understand business enough I mean it's silly and then you go out and you see so many talented women yes and it's so inspirational because so many people aren't giving up Um, I would I would always say to any woman that wants to be in business don't give up that dream because um, it's worth it Mm. isn't it the Mm. challenge to Mm. overcome and to continue to push through the barriers um, that make you want to push harder Mm. work harder yeah. But there is an expectation, I think. Of course, yeah, there is always an expectation. And, um, yeah, it the struggle is just always harder than, than it needs to be, oh, yeah. really, yeah. than it needs to be, yeah. Um, but what I wanted to find out from you both, actually, is, like, how do you guys cope with these things? How do you cope with some of the struggles that you have as women in business? Like, what kind of tools and stuff do you use to cope with certain challenges that you may face? as a woman in business, as a woman with depression, as a foreign woman, as how do you cope with it and keep going? You mentioned your story a little bit and that, but how, how else do you guys? It's just something what you, Rebecca said, keep following that dream. I must say whatever struggled, I, struggles I had, for me it was always about my dream. And um, maybe that's why, as we discussed earlier, um, did we ever face a bit of discrimination or really challenging behavior towards us? I think because of what I was experiencing before in my childhood, uh, which is lots of bullying at school, I had a really thick skin against that. But what happens in the life coaching industry, it's really male dominated and also speaking industry. But for me, it was always a dream to help other people. And uh, yes, I can feel competition. I can really feel competition with my skin. (laughs) But at the same time, I must say, being a woman, it actually also helps to win over competition Mm. because people they kind of look at your presence, they look at who you are. And as a guy, you can't really be too smiley. <laughs> Let's put it this way. So maybe sometimes it's a bit cheeky. <laughs> mm. But yes, being more feminine really helps me. Mm. So I must say, sometimes women might think that, oh, if I'll be more masculine, I will win competition. And I will strongly say, no, mm. don't try to be masculine, just be more feminine. Mm. That's one of my ways, just being more feminine. Mm. And also, Rebecca, as you said, follow your dream. 
because I dreamt about helping people since I was little. I mm. dreamt about being on the stage since I was a tiny, tiny girl. Mm. So for me, nothing will stop me. Absolutely nothing. If I can't speak properly, well, I got a voice coach. If I couldn't speak English, well, I learned my English. You know, I, I, was, I was really ready to do anything, whatever it takes to actually follow my dream. Because the worst would be for me to die one day and thinking, well, if I have a chance to think, that, oops, I haven't made it. <laughs> so that was my main drive. And this was still keeps me going. Mm. Because sometimes, let's say, if I apply for a big conference to speak at and whatever, I know probably 80% of the male speakers. Mm. I know it, but it doesn't stop me because if I won't be selected there, I'll be selected somewhere else. Mm. Mm. And uh, having now this movement of uh, these women networking events and mm. women-only business, it kind of helps, yes, but then you step into another competition oh, yeah. field. Yeah, right. <laughs> Being the speaker within only women speakers, mm -hmm. and then what do you do there? Mm -hmm. So I must say, yes, it is non-stop competition, and we must remember that it will be forever there. But it's about what drives you, and yeah. back and can really relate to what you said, follow your dream, because that was the main driver for me. You what have to, because people... Um you hear rumors back, um, mm. people say things that are nasty, They're, the mm. competition comes out like the green-eyed monster. Mm. Well, why does she have that? But they don't stop and think, we're the ones that will sit up till midnight. Yes. Um, we will work all night if we have to. Mm. I'm not saying that others don't, I'm just saying mm. when you feel that pressure, you will be that one. And, and the thing to overcome, uh, I share what you were saying, and, that I deal with it is that you keep people in your circle who are going to encourage you, mm. who love you. They're not going to be jealous of anything you share with them, that they will rejoice in your um, your achievements and your success. They don't badmouth you mm. or other people in business. Um, you encourage them. And, and the other thing I would say is to take care of yourself. Yes. Don't be ashamed to cancel a meeting when you are not right, mm, yes. whether it's mentally, physically, or whatever, because there will always be another time for a meeting, but there won't always be another you. Mm. Um, and, and I've said this to kids when I've done talks in school, um, and I say it over and over again, um, anybody can hire anybody. Yes. But nobody can hire you. Yes. So like you that. are your best uh, salesperson. So if you get out there and you're negative and you're gossiping with everybody and bad-mouthing companies all over the place, no one's going to want to be around you. You've got yeah. to continue to be positive. Even when you hear something come back, let that be fuel. Use the fuel to run the machine. Mm. It, the, the fuel should not overpower the machine or taint it. Yeah. It should be fueled to run it and run it harder. Mm. And that gets you over those um, hurdles, um, uh, obstacles. It doesn't mean that you'll never have obstacles, but um, I mean, I, I would like to think that I'm a woman of faith. And um, so a lot of that spiritually, I take care of myself mentally. Um, we can all eat better and, and get good sleep. Mm -hmm. Those kind of things, they sound like um, old hat. We shouldn't mm -hmm. have to teach each other to do it, but it's a nice reminder because in business, you can get, especially self-employed, you can be so insular that you're so worried about your own business that you forget that there is competition out there <laughs> yes. that maybe 
you've counted on that one client that's the big client for too long and you forgot that you needed some new business in because mm -hmm. if that big client goes, what happens? Mm -hmm. And then the whole business crashes. Um, so it's taking care of everything. And yes, it's spinning a lot of plates, but I've found if you have a good network of people, and I'm not talking networking yes, events, yes. but that is where you do meet. I have met some of the most wonderful supports. Both of you I've met through different networking-ish yes. type things. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Olga and I, we, we both, we've talked in schools. That's how yeah. we met. And I see I've met you at a launch pad event. So mm -hmm. we can all... Um, you know, take on board those people and the right people stay. Yes, true. The ones you don't need. And they might not be bad people. They just aren't your tribe. They're just negative. And I always say, yeah. if you can stay away from something what is not yours, just do it. Yeah. We have more than 7 billion people on this planet. Can't you find somebody who is similar to you? Sure. Like, for real. You know, Do we all want to be the same, though? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, you can't replace your family member. Yeah, that's a bit difficult, okay? You can't replace probably your partner. Well, you still can, but <laughs> not, <laughs> not like you really want to. You can't replace your children. You can't replace your parents. But all other people in your life, you can pick and choose. Mm. And I cannot see anything wrong about that. Mm. But some people say that's very arrogant. And I say, no, you are protecting your time, mm. you're protecting your soul, you're protecting yourself. Mm. Because it's almost like, let's go back to drug addiction. If you're taking drugs, for you that is normal, mm. for somebody else is not, would you really go to those people who are not taking drugs? Mm. You wouldn't. You would go to those who are taking drugs. Mm. So Positivity is the same drug. Just mm -hmm. take that from people who are positive <laughs> take it, and yeah. stay away who don't have it. That's the fuel that keeps the machine yes, going. Exactly. Negativity just puts um, additives and muck in yes. the fuel and it doesn't work. <laughs> exactly. You can't the run the machine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because then it makes you not be able to sleep because it's, why are they talking about me? Why oh. are they this? Why are, why are they such tough competition? Well. Why would someone bother you if you weren't competition? Yes, yeah. And you have to look at it. Always try to flip it. Mm. There's always another side. There's always another side. Yeah, you're right. You you mentioned is on this point. Um, also with clients, not every client is for you. Not every oh, client yes, is to exactly. be chased. And I think all mm. three of us now know that some like you will always get clients, like yes. regardless, and yeah. it's always the right client who will come to you easily and effortlessly rather yeah. than the ones that you're trying to chase and hold on to and all that <laughs> kind of stuff which is one of the biggest lessons that I learned mm -hmm. um, as well is that you know those clients who are meant for me because yes there is competition there are lots of event planners mm -hmm. out there but the the right client for me will come to me like Absolutely. it's do you know what I mean and yeah. that's yes. that so and it was also a big fear that I had when I was starting in business. I was like, there's so many event planners. Like, why would I want to start my own business when there's yes. so many? But then it's like, well, no, actually, yes, they are. But not all of them are for everyone. Yes. There's one who's going to be exactly fit for me and my brand and what I do, blah, blah. So that is also something that I, I, I took on board. But um, back to the point of um, self-care, you both mentioned some really, really good tips of how you cope in business that I wanted to echo because they're the exact same as how I cope in mm. business well um you mentioned we mentioned 
about self-care actually taking care of yourself first that's the first thing i think that i learned is that like unless i am good and healthy there's no way i can give to anybody yes. there's no way i can be a product for anyone unless i'm well that's and you know right. it means taking care of yourself taking care of the people around you your mindset and um, everything like you mentioned spirituality that's very mm -hmm. important to me um and just having a good network of people around you again to echo what you said and being comfortable and confident with who you are confident with who you are and yeah. because most of the time it's like you're trying to be like the like the person who's doing mm -hmm. the best yes. or you're trying to be like her or like mm -hmm. this person it's like well no like you actually cannot be that person sadly mm -hmm. they're taken do you find <laughs> in business the people that stand out that are different than everybody else they're the ones you remember yeah exactly exactly so it's like if you're busy yeah. trying to chase somebody else you're forgetting your own gifts and specialities yeah. that you have so that's something that i definitely use to kind of cope anytime um things aren't going very well i'm like well okay it's fine i'm still who i am regardless i cannot be anybody else besides yes. me i cannot work or do business any way than who i am which just happens to also be a woman i cannot yeah. do business any other way than a woman's way of doing business because i happen to also be a woman so yeah those are those are the little subtle kind of um coping mechanisms within business um and also um i've got an extra challenge rebecca you may say the same uh, christians in business yes. as well there's also like an added layer of oh, there is yeah. this expectation of christians in business you should be perfect you should be perfect christian in business yeah. you should say yes to everybody and all mm. that kind of stuff and it's like there's still an element of self-care that yes. still needs to happen and can't say yes to everyone i'm afraid <laughs> just because i'm a christian you know that kind of thing yeah. so yeah um and also being able to say no is a big um, big yes. way of coping with with certain things it's just i'm sorry yeah. like you said i can't i'm not feeling well yeah. or i'm not able to get there when you need me to get there yeah. but like you said there'll always be another time yes. if that time's not supposed to be it won't be there'll be another one you, be hit, you hit the nail on the head though when you said not every client's for you um people other accountants they um when i do go to networking things a lot of times I've had people that know that I work, you know, we have an accountancy firm, they'll actually move away from me. Mm -hmm. And I always say, no, no, give me your car because somebody might, we might not be for somebody. Yes. Give me your car because you might be for somebody that yes. I know. Yes. Because, and it's the same thing with debt collectors. We get, you know, people come in. So different avenues, um, insurance, um, wealth management, things like that. Everybody's not for everybody. And mm -hmm. the thing is, when they aren't for you, I've seen people get so dejected and it's mm. like, oh, my world's over because they didn't want to do business with me. No, it's wipe your hands, yes. next. Yes. Who's next? Come on. You know, you have to just do it that way. And it doesn't mean that that person's not important. It means that I can't dwell on the fact that you don't want to do business mm. with me. Mm. And that's where you grow and you're healthy because it shows that you're not going to get hung up on the tiny things that will drag you down and drag you down in business. Um, yeah, it's so. true, it's true. Well, I must say, considering we all are professionals and we easily could just work together, but would we have the same beautiful relationships as we have as a friends? No. 
You know, so it's also about building relationships. If right. somebody doesn't become your client, they can become your friend. They could become your next business partner. Mm. They could become your partner. <laughs> yeah. You know, anything can yeah. change. Yeah. But it's not only about going out there and looking for clients. And this is what I must say. I really, really don't like when you go to a booking event and you almost can feel somebody's putting price tag on you. And you mm -hmm. think, well, no. And this is what I really don't like to do with people. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of person, if I go anywhere and I will talk to somebody and I can sense they have an issue, I'm not going to tell them, oh, you know what, I think I can help you. Mm -hmm. I'd rather just ask them a couple of questions back then and there and I will challenge them at that spot. If they're happy about this, of course, I'll ask them for permission. But then I can help because mm -hmm. the idea is to help. And I'm sure with the accountants or even with the event, if somebody would ask you a question or do you know somebody, you wouldn't go straight mm -hmm. away, there's my card. Please give me a call. I can help no. you. <laughs> no, because it is about, it's about building help. relationships. Yes, That's, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. it's about building relationships. It's about showing. Yes, I can give you value, mm -hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean so you have to pay me right here on the spot, mm -hmm. because that it makes it sellable. It makes it really pushy. That masculine not, thing we were talking about. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Exactly. And we're women, and we need to protect our feminine energy. Yeah. yeah. And what a natural woman will do. She'll see a child on the street, she'll pick up the child, she'll take it home and feel feed, she'll see a cat and will feed and she will she will care. She'll genuinely care about other people and plants and everything else. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so why we wouldn't care about relationships with other people? Mm. And that is a them. way of getting business that's different from the model of, yes. you know what I mean? It's just, mm -hmm. and it works, yes, right? Yes, it, it works, works no? absolutely. Yes, because the amount of times when I was referred by my current clients because they had this genuine help, it's enormous. Yeah, rather and than take my cut now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is my marketing strategy. And then you will pay me for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. That's yeah. really, really interesting. But you know what I really like what we discussed earlier was actually the journey here. If you would look mm. back, would you actually do exactly the same thing? By coming to this country, starting I, a business. Do you know, I was thinking about this. Did you? And I didn't come to a conclusion, so I cannot, <laughs> I cannot be the first to answer. Um, okay. I don't know, would you guys, gals? It's, it's a lot, for an American, we, um, we have a lot of paperwork to do. I don't know what you guys do. We had a mm. lot of paperwork. You were Commonwealth country. Um, Zimbabwe? I think Kama? so, but not anymore. But oh no, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I'll go there, but uh, yeah, but America is not a, a, a Commonwealth country, so there's lots of paperwork. I had to go through interviews. There was bank statements that had to be, you know, appear and all sorts, and um, it was a lot of hoops to jump through. But I don't regret it at all. I do mm. miss America. Um, and, and certain people in my life, um, mm -hmm. some I don't. <laughs> they <laughs> might God. be disappointed to know that, but I don't. Mm -hmm. uh, but the people that um, that I am close to, I keep very close. Um, and if they're not conducive to the happiness and the well-being of me, they need to go no matter where they're from. Mm. And it, sound, it may sound harsh, but um, to be happy, you've got to be a bit harsh sometimes. Um, one of my friends, a good friend from back home, she used to say, let me get out the big scissors. And if mm. I get the big scissors out, 
you're going. You're going. And, <laughs> and when you get big <laughs> like scissors out, you're not coming like back. That. So, um, you know, I'll say, have you had the big scissors out lately? You know, how many friends have you got rid of? Or, mm. But were they really friends? Yes. You know, that's, you, that's when question. you, as an adult, you learn who acquaintances are. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing happens in business. There are people who love you. And mm. even if you, um, there's lots of people who already have an accountant, but I have found a friendship with them. Yes. And it doesn't matter um, that they've already got an accountant mm-hmm. because the friendship's there. And if I knew somebody that could do business with them, um, I, by all means, I would still do that. And it's learning about who your acquaintances are, who's, who is worthy of the circle. Um, and, and the thing is, there's one thing that... Um, you, you've probably seen, because some people act really precious about their ideas mm. and, and business. Business is not a secret. It's not. And exactly. I always tell people that. Why, why are people <laughs> so stingy with it? Anyone, if you won't tell them what they want to know, somebody, they can go online. Yes. They can find out what happens in business. They can go to an event planner. You know, you can even Google stuff like that. YouTube it. You know, yes. same with life coaching. It's about the relationship. It's yes. not about, um, and as we know, accounting is not regulated, so anyone can put a shingle out. They don't have to have any qualifications, um, which we do, by the mm-hmm. way. <laughs> 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 Just put that in there. <laughs> but uh, you don't have to have a qualification, but that's okay. If somebody mm-hmm. is conducive to your happiness, they're not getting you in trouble with the law, mm-hmm. um, why not have them in your circle? Mm. interesting what you say there actually um i'll go back to my question would i can would i do the same thing and yes absolutely i would do but probably i would learn english before i would come to this country first this oh, really? <laughs> so what i would do differently okay. yeah because that would save me a lot of time but what you mentioned there about sharing information that is so powerful mm. what happens with me very often i would have life coaches coming to me to coach them on how to do a business or happiness coaches, or personal development, or whatever coaches. And uh, people often ask me, Olga, what are you doing? You're coaching your competitors. And I said, no, I'm actually coaching people who are in the business, whether it's the same or not. But the idea is, yes, I will share with them my tips, and I will share with them the way I work, and I will coach them, and I will push them, because they can help others. But not necessarily they will use my own technique. Yeah. Because if you're an accountant, not necessarily you will do the same job, which is identical attitude and the way you do and an amount of exchange of emails and phone calls like the other accountants bureau. You as event manager, you will not have the same way of working like other event managers, mm-hmm. isn't it? And therefore, it's quite important to have that uniqueness about you. And so, yes, we can share. And this is how actually we show ourselves as being experts because you will not share anything if you don't know things, right? You only sit by yourself within your four walls if you're not confident enough that what you know is valuable. So when we go out there and share information and give away tips and talk about things, this one actually people see us an expert. Mm-hmm. But it's just like this talk now. This was done out of the thought of collaboration. Yes. I wanted to do something that I could collaborate, and I picked you two um, for a reason. Granted, we're all from three different continents. (laughs) Continents. We can't get from any... We're from the furthest part of the world to each other. Mm, Yes. And yet we've met here in England in the same town. And so 
um, for whatever reason, we can collaborate. And I've learned so much um, from both of you and mm. others that I've done business with. Um, and to just think of what I'd have missed. Mm. Yes. What life experience would I have missed if I thought, well, we're only an accountancy firm and, and we're not, we're going to keep our cards here close to our chest and we're not sharing. Yes. Collaboration is so important. It is. You learn something from everybody. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter who they are, how many degrees they have, how many qualifications they have, how little experience they have. Somebody will always, every person on this planet could always teach you something. Oh, that yes. you didn't know before. Mm, absolutely. And if you don't embrace that, you're the one missing out. Yeah. That's very true. Very true. true. What highlights do you have from running a business? Being highlights. a woman, being a foreigner. Oh, if you yeah. would just look back and you would say, almost like a tip, you know, almost like this, this is what you should do, or this is what really kept me going, like really bullet points. Do you have anything? Be brave. Be brave. <laughs> yeah. oh. It's actually what you. This is kind of like to answer both of my both of the questions that you the, the earlier question that you had about if you could have done it sooner. Is that right? Is that mm-hmm. what you asked earlier? Yeah. If you could do it again. Yes. Yeah. If you could do it again. Um. I think if I could do it again, and what I've learned, the big tips I've learned, is I wish I'd have done it sooner. Oh. I there wish I would have trusted myself when I first Mm. had the idea to do it sooner Mm -hmm. um so I was listening to a book I don't know if either of you have heard of it or read it Rich Dad Poor Dad oh yes one of my first books yes yes yes. yes. and it's funny because everything that was said in that book I was like I felt that way for such a long time but I never did anything about it I knew that I was never supposed to be an employee working for somebody I was in an environment where everybody else was loving their job, loving their Mm. position, and I just was never feeling it. And for a long time, I thought something was wrong with me. I was like, maybe something's wrong, maybe it's the wrong job, maybe it's, and then it's like, all that doubt that I had in myself didn't allow me to to get on with it and just get into business and do my own thing, you know? Um, So I think I would definitely have done it sooner. And I think that, as you said, be brave. Be brave next Mm. time, just be brave. If as soon as you have that feeling, that intuition, follow it just yes. follow it and you'll be surprised how the universe catches you and leads you forward into whatever purpose or whatever it is you want to do your dream whatever um so yeah i think i echo that i like the sure. word you used earlier effortlessly effortlessly yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. things will happen to effortlessly <laughs> Well, it looks to people it's always effortless, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people think it's effortless. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, what about so you, Rebecca? What would be there's your n- There's nothing worse than being unhappy somewhere. Oh, yes. I have worked with so many people who were absolutely miserable for mm-hmm. the almighty dollar or pound, um, and they, they feel trapped. Mm, and yes. they say, but I've got seniority. Um, you know, I had seniority the last job I had where I worked for someone. I had... Um, a contract that was very beneficial to me and it didn't matter at the end of the day oh, it didn't okay. change the decision and it's the best thing I've ever done mm. and never looking back was the next one mm. because to look back with regrets is just ridiculous um, you know people I've actually heard people say but what if you need to go back there really? <laughs> 
you cross the bridge for a reason. Burn that bad boy. Burn you don't it. need to go it back. Exist anymore? <laughs> yeah. You don't need to go back. Why would you need to go back? You move forward, mm-hmm. and the thing is, you evolve. And the one thing that um, that being brave has done for me is having new opportunities. Yes. And um, one of the things I found, um, I'm a governor at a school, um, and I also do talks for. That's a the governor is a primary school, and I do talks in secondary school for employability. And I found that it was something I never thought I would do. Mm-hmm. I never thought I could do it, mm-hmm. and I found that I love it. There we go. And seeing the kids be happy, and being excited about different things that we talk about and different collaboration again that I do, um, that's that's worthwhile. And I and I've my husband and I both have the ethos that if we help one, that's all it takes is helping one. Yes, we've done our job, and and I I think we have done that. But okay, so we've helped that one. Let's go on to the next one. You can't complain about society as a whole if you're not willing to get out there and do something about it. And um, that is our ethos. We will continue to help people. Uh, and that was something you, Olga, you said at the very beginning. You echoed it, Aisha. I think all of us want to help people. Mm-hmm. And when you can't do that anymore, it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. And um, we're all in, in a position where we can help others and do help others. And uh, you can find some really lovely talents that you had hidden that no one knew you didn't even know. And you surprise yourself every day mm. when you just take that step of bravery mm. and do it for yourself. That's very true. That's really true. But you see, sometimes it's quite hard for children to believe in themselves because they are told so much nonsense. And I'm sure we heard some nonsense in our childhood or through our young adulthood as well which possibly was holding us back Mm. don't you think because for me i remember it was a lot to do with bullying at school Mm. which actually yes it made me to have that thick skin which helps me to just overcome anything and sometimes i don't even notice if something is coming my way because i just don't pay attention but in addition to all the challenges that i had in my life i think the tips which really kept me going through my business and my business life or life here in the uk was also as you said earlier, Rebecca, follow your dream and just really listen to your heart. Mm. That was about making decision uh, whether to be in a relationship or not, whether to start a business or not, whether to take this client, because our intuition is really powerful, or not to Very take that powerful. client. <laughs> Especially as women as well. Yes, yes. exactly, yeah. yes. And just in general, to listen to your body and listen to my heart, because I realized... I am very hard work and I would like to do those late hours. And when I recognized I am actually wasting a lot of time back then on social media, you know what I mean, right? <laughs> Scrolling down that Facebook mm-hmm. or let's say television, all those just nonsense talks for some people who don't really even matter in your life. Mm-hmm. Then I realized, you know what I need to do to protect my time? So it's a really yeah. massive bullet point. I would definitely say protect your time mm-hmm. however you can. Is it uh, not watching television? Or oh, by the way, I don't have TV in my living room, mm-hmm. just out of principle. <laughs> um, because it's how I protect my time. I don't yeah. want any negativity coming from that box. And if I need to know some news, I will Google them. 
can't remember last time googling any news because mm. people tell me <laughs> yeah if it's important you'll know i will yeah. know exactly so thank you people for telling me some news at least i protect my time i protect my energy because then if you listen to news how do you usually feel you you, you feel negative yeah you feel really down because you feel hopeless you can't do anything you really can't all what you do you listen to news and you cannot change the world yeah. Simple as that, but if we actually... But you can change the environment yes. around you. Mm. Yes, and that is more powerful because if oh, you protect yeah. your time, you protect your energy, you follow your heart, you follow your dream, I really cannot see how things can go wrong. And even if something happens, that's just a situation you need to learn from. Mm. And the rule for me was always looking at the situation thinking, what am I learning now? How this is going to help me in the future? And even massively now, how that will help my clients? <laughs> because there's always something from my life I can say, look what happened to me. And inspire them that you're not the only one who is experiencing this. Yes, of course, in addition to many other clients. And I bring some stories very often into uh, practice with my clients. But when they hear my personal story, it's more powerful. And I think we should always stick to what happened to me made me who I am. Yeah. Because with all those struggles which all of us had, we wouldn't be who we are now. Mm. And we wouldn't be sitting here sharing this information and inspiring other people. Mm. Because imagine how they must feel right now if somebody is, I know, coming from somewhere else, uh, one of our countries or continents, and thinking, can I do the business? Can I? Should I? Am I capable? Do I have the skill? Mm. Well, if you think you can, you can. Mm. Why not? It doesn't matter if you have the designer clothes or, um, you know, one of my friends worried because she doesn't dress like everybody else. Well, that's what makes them unique. (laughs) Exactly. It's what makes you you. People remember you by things that you do or um, a style that you have. It makes you unique. And there is, I mean, people, again, I've I've heard people time and time again tell me how miserable they are in in their atmosphere, you know, sorry, in their surroundings. And uh, school kids, Mm -hmm. I'll say, you know, this is a really big world. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, do you want to leave Doncaster or do you Mm. want to leave England? Oh, I don't know my mom and my mom might this or my dad might that. And it's like, hang on, do you want to go? You can't live life through other people. You have to do it for you. Mm. And um, that is about protecting your time, protecting Mm. yourself. Mm. Um, You can't do things for every parent, every relative, every friend, every boyfriend, partner, girlfriend, whatever. Um, You have to do things for yourself because you have to be a whole person plus a whole person, not half plus half. It doesn't work that way In, in any relationship. And it's appreciating us, each of us, where we are. True, because look at us, we are women, but same time, okay, I'm a mother, you're not, you also know, but same time, you are the wife, right? And mm-hmm. uh, we have different hats. We are daughters, mm-hmm. we are sisters, we are friends, we are mm-hmm. all those little hats which we're wearing every day, mm-hmm. and we're businesswomen. Mm-hmm. And it can be very challenging. Mm-hmm. And if we don't protect ourselves, then what happens? We burn out. And if we burn out, what happens to all those people? Everyone else turns out too. That's how yes. powerful we are. <laughs> exactly. Because, yes, I don't I don't want to sound very much like a feminist, you know, person saying like, oh, yes, it's all about women. No, it's not only about us. We need men. We need sure. them. We definitely need them. And in business as well, in life as well. But if we don't protect ourselves, if we don't think to, 
what did I want when I was a little girl? Or what right now, like right this minute, what do I feel like doing? Do I really go around the house and make it spotless? Or maybe I can just sit down and read a book. Maybe this is what my soul wants right now. Or maybe guess what? You know what? I'm not going to cook tonight. I will just order some takeaway. That's going to be, I don't know, Chinese Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. Call Ice it. cream and chocolate. Yes, yes. And it's just yeah. spoiling ourselves. <laughs> because if we don't, do we keep ourselves happy? Mm-hmm. Because we're not machines. Yes, we're women in business. And yes, I hear you're right. We had to work harder to, to get where we are now. But sometimes we're still those little girls. Mm-hmm. And we need to keep ourselves happy. And if we don't keep our inner child happy, what happens then? Mm-hmm. Nobody's happy around us. I heard, uh, I went to a talk over in Leeds the other night, and um, it was on extraordinary women. And it was Mm. a wonderful talk about women in history and how they have fought for different positions and how the contribution that women of all colors and backgrounds and whatever had brought so many um, innovations to the world. And it sounded so inclusive because... It was all different kinds of races, all different kinds of cultures, all different kinds of um, countries collaborating together. And then got to the Q&A and the woman, the professor ruined it because she said, um, you know, we should all call ourselves feminists. And I thought, you've gone from inclusive to allow everyone to be part of this. Yes. And went exclusive. And I thought, oh, you've ruined it. And it, it really did. It put the kibosh on the whole thing. It was just like, you know, we went from being, feeling like we were all part of, of a big picture. Yes, to, relatable. Yes, to being this in- inclusive, exclusive mm. little group. No, 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 no. If we start thinking like that, then we're doing the exact same thing we're fighting against. Yes. There you go. And that's Everybody masculine. should be part yes. of this. And that's masculine fighting is masculine, mm-hmm. yes. Absolutely. How powerful is that? Mm. Well, this is what I mean. We are those who are taking care, whether it's our clients, our business, our family, our children, our friends. Gosh, the list can go on and on. Mm. <laughs> but sometimes we are in charge of ourselves. Mm. But what do you do for your me time? I know it's spoken a lot about business, business, business. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but how can we maybe help others to actually not just go into business and inspire them, but what tips can we give them to look after themselves? How do you connect to yourself? How do you really help yourself to rest so you have more power for your business, you have more energy for your business, you have more motivation? Because it's a big thing. Mm, How to motivate yourself. So what do you do? Um, So I am a big fan of me time like I am a huge huge fan of me time because I feel like it's what literally fuels me um and for me personally um just spending time with myself whether it means going to the gym working out I go to the gym every single day after my work day because I'm like right I've just spent a whole day working it's time for me to take care of myself so I go to the gym put my headphones on and just like be present in whatever moment I'm in, be present in my body, be present in my mind and all that kind of stuff. That is really good. Um, and um, reading. Yeah. Yes, mm. reading or actually I, I'm guilty of not reading that much. I listen to audiobooks instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still just having that influence in my mind, that uh, mind food coming in that is conducive to 
to who I am and where I'm trying to go is, is quite useful. Um, and sleeping mm. <laughs> is also good time. <laughs> Just being able to rest and to sleep and to recharge myself is mm. quite is quite good me time, yeah. Um, as well as being social, spending time with friends, spending time with my nephew. Ooh. And having to just think like a four-year-old for a second is 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 good. <laughs> it's good me time, and it takes me away from business because I'm like, you know what? Like all these invoices that need to be um, sent out. But let's talk to a four-year-old about yeah. what time it is because he has no idea. <laughs> yes, he just wants to play and bash some toys, and that's just good time away from business that just recharges me and refuels me. So I like I like that. I yeah. like that. It's yeah. beautiful. What yeah. about you, Rebecca? I think anything that gets, because we work from home, our office is at home, um, you can get stuck mm. where all you do is go in the office if because you're sat thinking, ah, oh, I should be doing invoices or I should be doing this or should be doing yes. that. There's always things to do in a business. Oh, always, yes. Always. <laughs> so I tend to go out. I go to plays or sporting events or, or like social type events, you know, um, a food fair or drinks fair learn learn a new um hobby yes i like to learn and going out of the house to do that uh, is one of the best things because it changes your environment so it kind of shakes you up a bit you become a bit more awake um it doesn't stick you in a rut you have to get out of that environment to change the um the look of things and i think you go back home refreshed because you're you're not just four walls all the yeah. time. And the computer. Yes. And the computer, yes. I and like being that. around people that are conducive to your happiness. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. But do you ever feel lonely? Because I can relate to both of you and I'll share what I do for myself. But I'm really curious, do you ever feel lonely? Because many, especially women, they will refer, oh, I'm by myself and I'm lonely. Do you ever feel lonely if you go to events, if you go to gym each year? Do you ever feel lonely when you go to do things by yourself or you feel actually content? And is it okay to go by yourself? Yes. Uh, yes, go by yourself. No, I don't feel lonely. Beautiful. Yeah. What about you? I feel lonely in business. Uh, yeah I feel lonely in business um yeah I feel um outside of business I don't feel lonely I actually enjoy doing things on my own (laughs) when it comes to personal me time um and I think for me it's absolutely I I live pretty much alone in what I do I go to the gym alone I sometimes go out for coffee on my own or you know whatever on my own so I actually love my own time and my own company when it comes to my personal time but in business I do definitely feel lonely because I think um, I'm quite young compared to a lot of people in business so a lot of my peers are not necessarily doing business like I'm doing Um, or a lot of my peers are um, in a different stage of life to me. So I definitely feel lonely because I'm like, well, why am I pursuing this business thing when nobody Mm. else around me is doing the same thing? You know, and then that kind of makes me question myself and I feel lonely because I'm like, well, I can't call my friend and tell her about how to do an invoice or what because (laughs) she doesn't know, she doesn't care either, you know? So those are the times that I do feel lonely, I think is more in business than in my own personal time. Oh, interesting. Mm, Reach out, girl. Girl, people call you. (laughs) That's really interesting, really interesting. What about you? 
Well, I must say, I, I can definitely reflect on that. I, I really love my loneliness and I don't call it lonely. I call it, it's myself, it's my time, it's my me time, it's my alone time, but not lonely. And because I work with clients every day, and if it's not clients, it's just going speaking at events, and if it's not speaking at events, it's going to events myself as a participant, mm-hmm. I am surrounded by people all the time. Mm-hmm. So for me, my me time is incredibly invaluable. It's, it's so, so important. And if I don't have it, I must say, I feel that not, I wouldn't call it anger, but I do feel annoyment. I do feel that I'm getting a bit frustrated if I don't have my own time. And that's why I have my routine, what I do evening time. I always have my journaling time where I just lie in bed. And I have a diary where I actually answer the same questions but on a daily basis and there are 15 questions. And there are questions, uh, for example, what did I waste my time on today? That makes me always think, oh, what I shouldn't do tomorrow. or what opportunity came to me today. And there's lots of lots of powerful questions, but what it does, it makes me think, makes me really analyze my day, and I do it every day. So every day there's a different answer, or what did I do today for me? And I make sure there's always something, a little thing, because yes, as you mentioned reading, which is really important to me too. I like to read, and normally I read just before my bedtime, so then I can just relax and not just have my phone or laptop. It helps me to fall asleep. But also it helps me to understand what else I could do for myself. And sometimes it's just going and spoiling myself, just doing that foot rub or maybe just a bit more extra time in the bathroom looking after myself mm. and really nurturing myself. Because I think if we don't do that, then we well, we don't look after ourselves really. <laughs> and we got all the quicker. But also I must say the biggest thing for me for my me time is that the nature. I found out that I need to be in the nature, whether it is a walk by the lake, a hike in the mountains, just to go to the park or just to sit in a garden. I need to spend some time in the nature. And what I found out after being in the nature, I am very creative. So what I started doing recently, I would go, for example, for a hike or just for a little walk, but I really just connect with the nature I will just relax completely I will not have this bombarding me with thoughts in your process when you have too many thoughts in your head and actually then I would just go home and because I'm writing a book at the minute it just will come mm. it just comes naturally all the information everything I need to put in a book it just literally comes and I find it really surprising because when I speak to other authors where they tell me they need to really sit down, they have a routine, what they do, they have to really think or really read what they wrote about before. And it's really interesting because I don't have those troubles. Mm. And I think it's all because I really connect with the nature, connect with myself, mm-hmm. which to me was really surprising. I never expected it to happen, but I found that that is really almost like it's cleaning me when I go to nature. It's the wind blowing, almost like all the negativity is blown away. Yeah. <laughs> Rain is dripping and then it's got to washed away. Yeah. So I think me time is really important, mm. really important. I think we definitely need to express more and talk to people more about not only, yes, go chase your dreams, run a business, be the woman who you want to be, but also look after yourself and have your own time. Mm-hmm. Because being a partner, a parent, a business owner, whatever else, you have every little me time. Well, I think um, we've kind of come to a natural end today. Yeah, um, I think that was perfect. Thank you guys for being part of this collaboration and helping me do a first podcast.